0: We're listening to the number one real estate podcast in the world, where we talk with real estate professionals about their wins, losses, lessons, stories, help you win in your local market today. My name is Cody from Sheridan Street. I'm joined with Shin here today. Hi. Uh, I am so excited uh that we get the opportunity to have a conversation today just about her 20 years in the business and just her wins, her losses, her lessons, stories. And uh, Shannon, I just want, uh, before we kind of hop into it, why don't you give us like kind of high level overview on like kind of how you got in the business, like maybe give us a little understanding of your backstory and kind of like how you got to where you are today in San Diego.
1: Yeah, I um, I remember being a teenager and working various jobs and I ended up working with a loan officer as an assistant and I realized very quickly that there was a lot of volume going on. It was like the refi market back too long ago. We we're not gonna age myself that much, but yeah, sure. um I I enjoyed understanding that people were like the process and and having that background. So what I didn't enjoy was the numbers as much and the fact that they could shop around. They didn't have to use the I was like, realtors are making three percent and once they they go to contract, they can't shop the realtor around and find someone else, you know? And I just felt like real estate was more my niche. I love the creativity, the the design, the you know, giving people what they want. And so I decided to really kind of delve into being a realtor.
0: Awesome. So um going back like twenty years, like because like obviously you've gone through a ton of different market shifts and you've seen Absolutely. you've seen real estate like, you know, like now we're in twenty twenty three and like we're now going through another market shift. Like what are what are some things that you did you did early on in your uh real estate career that were kind of like the intangible things that allowed you to kind of like uh, manage the tenure of like a long, um, a long actual career in real estate?
1: I think relationships are important. We have to foster and nurture people just because, you know, it's oftentimes like, are you are you looking to buy or sell now? Well, yeah, they might be looking to buy or sell now, or we might come across like too salesy in our approach when we, when we deal with people on a day-to-day basis. If you, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've heard agents, and I've even had these losses where, I'm like, oh, my God, they use someone else to buy or sell a house. We're not understanding that it's not necessarily personal. We just have to be a little bit more engaged and nurture our our sphere, our friends, the people we're around and not just are you looking to buy a house now or like, hey, I'm just touching in, wanted to, you know, doing our quarterly calls or doing our things to just keep present and do it in a way that is not like, oh, hey, I'm a realtor, buy a house from me. Like, that's not how it works. So. I, anything I could say is just to try to maintain relationships and not necessarily about what's in it for us, but about being a resource. Oh, you need you're doing a home remodel for your bathroom. I have some contractors I could refer you. Or oh, you know what's going on? What's new with you? There's here's a referral for this really great after school program or things like that that come across with adding value to them, than you know us just taking so that i would say has helped me in that in that time frame
0: you know we i definitely agree that we share the same type of ethos around like providing value and i consistently say that like if we could just you know connect another we i was doing a podcast with a uh with another gentleman earlier today justin and he was talking about you know just like networking with people in your local community and actually just being a resource and you know creating content but even just like more so sitting actually sitting down and having coffee meetings with people and just being a, a part of your community is a is a massive massive part of of you know long-term sustainability especially in like a, in a local market now you um are you like correct me if I'm wrong you're are you a single agent now because uh, you were on a team so
1: now you've got no, all, I'm kind still of, on a, a new team I'm with the okay. Oppenheim for we're a team in San Diego but working in um you know we're all solo agents that work underneath a hub so we we have a collaboration we have a sense of connection and helping each other but we are all kind of in our own independent little little business. Okay. So now um over
0: like like maybe walk us through kind of um like where like where you're at right now in business like you you're kind of like you it's cuz that's that sounds very different than a lot of other people that are kind of on teams where it's like they're fed leads like what are like what are some things that real estate agents in a 2020 2020- three environment because like there's no question in my head that like 2020 and 2021 were very very different markets like extremely different markets to what's really working now in 23 like what are some things that you're doing now or some things that you're focusing on in 2023 that might have be things that you you weren't necessarily doing in the kind of like a pandemic market versus like what you're doing now like what are kind of some of the focuses that you have for 2023
1: I think, re- let's be real. The last few years, it's been so crazy. Like you could, everyone was like, there was offers everywhere. You are constantly busy, push, 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 trying to get deals done. It was a lot harder to um, get back to the basics, and I think that's what I am working on now: back to the basics, reinvesting in your business, finding um, niches, and working to mastermind, take courses, do things. Skill set will always make those rise to the top. If you nurture your skill set, you nurture the role play, you nurture um, your craft, you will always, always, uh, I think, proof your um, business against up and downs because people will come to you and see that you actually have what they, you know, you have the skill set to make it happen. And you're, you know, personal and not personable and not like this salesy, you know, used car salesman. So like you could
0: be in a hundred percent, like, you know, it's like a lot of that is absolutely relationship is, you know, being able to just have a conversation with somebody and actually be concerned with like how they're actually doing. And actually, like I say, actually giving a damn about people can go a long way in any profession, in any sales profession. Now, like, how do, how do you do that? Like, you know, it's like, I think that a lot of real estate agents that I speak with and a lot of, um, you know, or even like real estate team leads, like even can run into this situation as well, where it's like, even though we know as salespeople that scripts for the most part work, um, they feel like slimy. They don't want to feel like they they want to still build a relationship, but like we know that there's things that we need to say in order to get people to trust us. Like, how have you been able to do that? I know that you've worked on some work with some really large teams, and you're working with a really large team. Like, what are some things that that, that an agent should be looking for potentially in a team but what are some things that they should also be doing in order to level up their skills in a 2023 environment
1: so i appreciate that you said what should they be looking for in a team because if you are a solo agent and you are struggling or you are having some problems getting you know your business with momentum joining a team is a great way to get yourself to the next level Um, there's so much to glean when you're, when you surround yourself with other people who are doing what you want to do, there's no way that you can't also accomplish those things. So I think um, in, in role play specifically, because I will tell you role play has helped And ages, you know, you start doing business, you're like, I don't have time for, I'm doing deals, I'm doing business. Like, no, you got to always kind of keep that knife sharpened because it's not like, Like a salesy script, it's more of asking the right questions and getting, and then listening, like being quiet and letting them speak. Now you're gonna know right away if you're talking to a driver and amiable, what type of personality trait that person is. But as you listen, you will be able to. It's like talking to a friend versus saying, "Oh yeah, like uh, this is a sales call, and I I I want something from you." Click, you know. So, yeah, I would say going back to the basics, finding ways you, you don't you don't have to overstretch yourself. A lot of times as agents, we think, oh, I gotta do this and so and so is doing that. And, you know, no. What do you enjoy in your business? Do you enjoy open houses? Are you good at it? OK, well, then put a plan, make the plan and focus on that. You don't have to stress yourself then putting all these systems in place of things that you're not necessarily wonderful at. If you are good at cold calling or calling and nurturing leads okay well then take the time to do that and really keep yourself accountable everyone has different niches and everyone has different things that they thrive at if you're good at you know door knocking then go do the door knocking you know find what has given you results try a little of the things and focus on on one thing in particular because we tend to get bombarded okay we get a new deal a new client we have to show We have families and you know our own lives, and then if it's too broad and we're trying to do too much, the balls start dropping, right? Yeah. If we can really hone in on what is income producing for us personally, then we can focus on that. You brought up role playing, and um, it's something that
0: I, you know, I, I think maybe you agree, maybe you don't. I think the vast majority of like agents don't do that. I think a lot of agents that. Maybe maybe have been on teams in the past or are currently like connected with teams like are doing role playing. They are practicing their scripts. They so it no longer feels like a script once they can actually like it com- becomes freely like. How like what would you say to somebody that says like I don't need to practice like you know I I want to I want to it to freely flow I, I um
1: like what I'd like- say you're losing business you're losing business because yes. One thing I will say about what you're saying is there is a script, but no one's reading it there. I'm not you shouldn't be reading a script when you're talking to people. You should have a pinpointed type of question that you're asking about the property. You know, there are certain questions that you can ask, like paint me the picture. Tell me more about that. You know what? What caught your eye about this specific property? Have you been looking for a while? You know, little questions that we can ask that are openers. And that let them speak and share about what they're looking for. That is just conversational and not super scripty. And you're listening and trying to uh, like give them what they want. That being said, as the conversation goes on and on, they're going to say things that are going to come up as objections. And in a normal conversation, if you don't practice those, then what happens? Oh, you know, I'll I'll, I'll talk to my husband. I'll get back to you. Um, I don't know if I can see... Such and such straight or oh, uh, you know, I, n- I don't have time today. Like maybe next week, you know. If you're not understanding what these little objections are and how to combat them, then literally, the, the, it goes cold. Then you know, the the lead is lost, and you know, you've got to keep that momentum going.
0: I love that. I love the you know the frame and the and the step by step process. It, you know, it's always fun like having conversations with the real estate agents that like get it, that understand that like you know real estate is absolutely a sales profession and, and it, you know, it's a, it's a relationship business, but it's a sales profession. Sales is relationship. You'd mentioned something earlier that was really interesting to me. You said like how I speak to a driver is different, different than how I speak to, you know, somebody that might be compliant. It kind of sounds like you have a good understanding of like disc assessments. Like how, like, how did you learn these things? Like who did you learn them from? And like, what, what, what do you recommend from a sales perspective for uh, real estate agents that are maybe new in the business or even real estate agents that might be out there being like, "You know what, I do need to up level my skill like where what resources should they do you think that they should be looking for in order to uplevel their skill this year?
1: Well, I think that you know understanding who you're talking to is important. If you're talking to someone who's very analytical, you know, an engineer or an attorney, and you're just like, oh, well, like, what did you love about it? And what? And they're going to be like, love? Like, no, what's the numbers? Like, how how big is this? Uh, can you give me the dimensions for this room? And I, I need to know what the rates are. You know, you have to be able to speak at the level of what your client is, and understanding, like you said, just profile or just understanding the type of person. If they're talking very short and they're like very, they're going to be a driver, and they're like, nope, I, this is what I want. A, a, you know, you want to give them that, but you can't let them own the conversation either. You've got to push, push a little too, and be a driver back. So there are different ways to um, manage those different personality types. And I think that um, kind of role play, Sharon, Sharon, if you want to download some of Sharon's amazing, amazing uh, videos, um, and then, you know, Dean, Dean, my uh, dean and Afro were; they were on the team. I learned so much just role playing and understanding that. And I would tell all agents, like, go look it up, t- t- listen to these podcasts, listen to these things, nurture your business, and then you know, taking the time to really understand how um, you know if you if you're not thinking outside of the box, or you're not trying to keep the momentum going. Then people go cold. You know, people don't. Oh, well, maybe next week. And then it's like you're now you're chasing around in a circle looking for the the client again. But if you're getting a lead or you're talking to somebody and they're motivated, then you need to match that motivation level. Get excited for them. Are they a first time buyer? Whatever their situation is, if you can engage them and offer value. My other thing is, you know, I I would get calls sometimes and people would be like, "Okay, well, what's this? What's that? What's the? the HOA does the HOA allow this you know they're asking all these particular questions and as agents we want to be like oh i know the answer i know the answer i know the answer right but once they have the answers then what yeah so if you can say you know i i know the answer to this let me get back to you i'm going to i'm going to find out about this and that let's meet at the property then you're now in front of them to dangle a shirt to give them something that they need and if you just give it to them right away all the time you're not adding value and you're just basically a door opener, another talking head, another person. Whereas if you build the connection and rapport and you listen to what they're asking and maybe don't give it all away is what I'm saying. Hey, you know, when we meet at four o'clock today, I'll make sure to bring all that information for you. It yeah. gives them a reason not just to open the door, but to have their, their questions answered. I mean, don't be vague. Don't be uh, yeah. awful. But like, you know.
0: Yeah, like don't know something. Uh, yeah, and I love you. Brought up Sean and uh Sharon and Dean. You know, Sean says all the time, like you're ten times more likely to actually get the client if you just meet with them in person. It's like so mm-hmm. many people, like we're we're in a totally different market now, like where it's like we people do want to meet in person. Like they do want to. They like you can go to a coffee shop. Like it's just a, it's a different market than it was in 2020. It's like you, like you said earlier, getting back to the basics was a really big focus for you this year. Now, closing up with this. The top three things that you as an agent are focused on this year are that are going to help you grow your business. Like, what are those top three things you're focused on this year?
1: So when I say get back to the basics, you know, I'm a very uh, dynamic personality. Sometimes it's harder for me to have these strategies and focus on some of the, the, the more systems, right? The systems in place that we need. And I think that you have to have solid systems and you have to have a solid plan. Even if it's simple, as long as you can execute it, it's important. So I think getting for me, just kind of focusing in, tightening in on my business, that's going to be really key. I think um, you know, doing doing what I like and doing it well, like finding the things the 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 things that are income producing, and really va- like gauging my time and investing back into that. As agents, we need to do that. Find your strength, invest back in it, and don't get too you know, bombarded with everything else, focus on what is income producing and what you actually and hold yourself accountable, you know, hold yourself accountable to that. And then three nurturing past relationships and building new relationships, build, you know, find if if you want to do, you know, trust sales or you want more listings, find ways to get yourself in front of opportunities to be around CPAs, attorneys, you know, whatever, if that's your if that's what you're looking for, but whatever that is. It could be a lot bigger. Okay, you want you want to do more community events. You want to you know do other things to get yourself in front of people. Take the time, make the effort, and build that community. So, those are the three things that I'm kind of working on this this year. Shannon, I just want
0: to say thank you more than anything. I, I just love uh, you know I love that we share the same type of ethos to business to life, just like wanting to help people. And uh, you know, it's like, and I'm hearing a lot of like you know everything works. It's just a matter of like. Time, skill, and volume, and actually putting in the work, and and just getting clarity more than anything around like what's important to you and how you're going to get to kind of your goals. So I just want to say thank you to the bottom of my heart. If somebody were to want to reach out to you and want to have a conversation with you about real estate, maybe it's an agent to agent referral, maybe it's another agent in San Diego that wants to kind of like glean some insight around uh, what you're doing in the market. Like, where's kind of the best place that they re- can reach out to you?
1: Absolutely. Um, I my email is shannon at O-Group.com. And uh, they're more than welcome to uh, reach out on myself if they are in San Diego or, you know, an email would be great. Uh, they can also follow me on Instagram at S Williams Lee and uh, message me there. And I'd love that.
0: Shannon, I want to say thank you. And I want to say thank you for tuning into another episode of the RE Agent Podcast. We'll see you soon.